the most, let's make a toast. Shoot for the stars, 10 million gross. Came from the cracks, call me D Rose. Getting it done. What's going on, everybody? You're here with another episode of Big Talk with Leezy with your host, Leezy the Gifted. I am super pumped. Today's a beautiful Sunday. It's been an amazing weekend. And of course, today I am joined by my co-host. Thomas Levy. What's good, Tom? What's up, dude? Uh, thanks for having me back. Always love doing this. Always. Always love having you. So, um, you know, quick announcements real quick, you guys. For those of you who don't know, I got a show coming up this Thursday, January 23rd in San Francisco at Brick and Mortar Music Hall, which I think the address is 17... I'm looking it up. What is it? 1710 Mission Street. There we go. 1710 Mission Street, San Francisco. I got tickets. Um, The link will be in the show notes, so you can just go click that and uh, get tickets. Super pumped. First time I've done a show in a really long time. Come out to the show. I'm about to light it up. I'm going to have a hell of fun with all of you guys. We're going to have a blast. It's basically going to be a party on a Thursday night. So come out. um, You know, Come enjoy yourself. Come kick it with me at this show. We're going to have a hell of fun. All right? Uh, Other than that, the only other announcement I have is on episode 93, right? I think we're on 91 right now, but on episode 93, I will be announcing a contest. We're going to have a grand prize. It's going to be a participation um, sort of thing. The way you enter is there's going to be participation on your part. We'll get to that when we get to that. It's going to be in a couple weeks. Just be on the uh, lookout for that. And yeah. All right. So Tom, what's up? Today in the sauna, I was like, yo, I know what I want to talk about today. I know. You told me. I was there. Dude, you got to sit on that bench. For sure. There's no way we're going to be able to hear you. I think that's better. All right, here we go. Let me move this shit. We'll we'll edit this out. No, I'm not going to. We'll edit this whole thing out. That's fine. So, (laughs) in the sauna today, I like your shirt. Thanks, bro. What's with the X's? That's sick. Oh, dude, I don't even know. Uh, Did you notice that that was the... I I might have, but it's my my Snoopy shirt. We got some Snoopy... Snoop. Some Snoop work. Snoop work. That's tight, though. No, I'm actually... You didn't notice those X's, huh? Nope. Those are sick. I had no idea. Dude, I'm going to move the space heater today. That's fine. We'll edit all this out. Nah. All right, for sure. You know me. So, (laughs) I don't do that. Uh, Okay, so here's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Okay, I've touched on this topic a million times, but it's kind of been resurfaced in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's people who, uh, like, how other people influence you. Yeah. And, like, how they can affect positively and negatively your, like, attitude. For sure. Um, and I think specifically the way it's come up, this is very weird Yeah. with marriage. Okay. Interesting. Like I've been talking to peeps and like here and there, they'll just be like, again, I'm, they'll be like, marriage is tough or, you know, don't get married, like blah, blah, blah. Or they'll say something like that. Or, the, or they'll say, uh, they'll, they'll have like a jaded attitude about relationships. Yeah. You know, oh God, kids are so tough. You know, it's tough to have kids, blah, blah, blah. So, so in my head, I'm like, yeah, for sure, like not trying to do any of that. For sure. But then like... Dude, I thought we were about to talk about mediocre mindset and now we're talking about like marriage and kids. And it does have to do with mediocre okay, mindset. Okay, cool. We'll somehow tie back in. No, it's going to have to do with it because it was like I started believing that that's what marriage and having kids was about was all that negative stuff. Yeah. But then I was like, wait, hold on, though. That's not what it's about, right? That's those people's, that's their marriage. That's their family situation. Right. Where I've heard people, like, 
Grant Cardone, our boy, Uncle G. Yeah. Right? He's him and his wife Elena have a great relationship. They make money together. They have kids yeah. together. They have a beautiful marriage. Yeah. Um, Ed Milet, who's another guy I like, you know, he he's got a great marriage with his wife and he has kids. And I'm like, oh, like, because I want kids and, and a wife someday. So I was like, oh, like, that's limiting belief. Like, that's that mediocre mindset again, right? Rearing its ugly head into my life. And I almost didn't realize it. I almost didn't catch it. Yeah. Um, and I think that I hang out with and am around enough, like, married people to kind of catch both sides of it. Mm -hmm. Um you know, there is that whole group of people. It's like, oh man, don't get married, don't get have kids. But I have a lot of friends. I had a boss. They're just like, marriage is great. My wife is amazing. My kid is incredible. Oh yeah. Like I love my wife and I love my family. And they're like young, you know, and they're you know, uh, late twenties, you know, early thirties, late thirties, and has yeah. kids already at before thirty. Um, not a specific couple I'm talking about, but, um, okay. one of my, yeah, one of my old bosses is, you know, in his, his mid thirties and like his life and his, his kid and his wife, his, his life is just centered around his family and he yeah. just, he's, he's obsessed with it. And it's such a amazing thing to see somebody who's just so devoted to their family and everything they built. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it totally depends on, I guess, your mindset about the whole institution of marriage and, and having kids, but yeah, I mean, there's there's people all over the place that feel one way or another. Yeah, and and it's like, but that's the same sort of mindset where, like, it's the same thing with money. Mm -hmm. You know, when people are like, oh, if I had more money. Or they'll feel, like, resentful toward people with money in an indirect way. Right. You know? Um, and I think those people just suck at making money. Yeah. I think those people don't understand where money comes from after it's been made and printed and they don't understand how to get money. So yeah. they're resentful of the people who seem smarter or seem more driven. And they're, that's just a, you know, soft brush. Like, yeah, like that guy's got money. I can't make money. Like I hate that guy and I hate money. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, but the fact is they do want money. Everybody wants money, yeah. but some people are just like too afraid to admit that they have a weakness and that's so annoying. Too afraid to admit that they're not good at something and, yeah. and don't understand it. So, so freaking annoying. I think a lot of people's quote-unquote emotions about those kind of things come from the, uh, just their inability to go out and do something about their life. You know what I was thinking today in the shower? What? This is super interesting. I think it ties. Get some shower thoughts? Yeah. Well, I was thinking like, okay. Okay. So like when I first started out with music, sure. Like I care a lot about my music and my music career. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I translate that to taking action. Okay. And producing results. Okay. And I used to see other people, and I would say, if you're not, and this has nothing to do with results. I would say, if you're not taking action, that means you don't care, like you say you do. Because you're not taking action, you don't care. And I was thinking about this in the shower today. There's one piece in the middle that I was missing. Okay. Confidence. Sure. You might care about something. There's, there's step one is caring about something. Step three is taking action. Step two is the confidence. I've realized that I know people who don't take action, but they do truly care about their goals. But because they have these, these insecurities, the insecurities, I think, causes them to go, 
I'm not going to make it anyway, so why try? Like, I'm not good at this, so why try? Or people aren't going to like me, so why try? And then that turns into what would be viewed as laziness. When it's really not laziness, it's, it is laziness, but it comes from this really actually sad place that I need to have empathy for. Sure. You know? So I think it's the same thing with the money thing. Like for anybody to sit here and tell me they don't want to earn any money is a lie. It is a lie. So for you to say like, for when people say something resentful about money, immediately that screams insecurity big time. I don't know a lot of people that are resentful of money. Fortunately, I think money's great. Me too. Money provides a lot of freedom. It's, you know, just a fun thing to kind of play around with. Um, and, and to the confidence piece, I think that uh, you're definitely onto something there. Um, I think I think confidence and, and work ethic are also I think work ethic is also sandwiched in between the caring and, and taking action, um, and just general knowledge of what action is going to get you to the next step. Mm. So I think the confidence piece is good, but you don't necessarily need it to succeed. Um, you can learn confidence along the way. You can fake confidence, um, but in order to you know just from my experience, in order to to care about something and tie it to taking action need to have some knowledge about how taking action is gonna better you and then strategize around that. If you need confidence to do it, great. If you need resources to do it, great. You know, leverage your friends, leverage your network and go ahead and just, you know, you can jump in. You can be not a confident person. You can be not confident about something and still take that first step to changing your life. Right. Um, and who knows, maybe along the way you will develop that confidence and, and and just gain more stuff. So I don't think it's just a one, two, three thing. I think it's kind of like a, you know, point A, point C, and then in the middle you've got, you know, all these loop-de-loops that you can go around yeah. and, and figure it out along the way. You're you're actually right. I think generally I tend to oversimplify. I think you're a linear thinker and that's good. What's the opposite of linear? just like all over, like, you know, you, I think, I think you're trying to solve a problem with one thing and tie those things together. But there's so many factors along the way that could influence a decision or could influence your success that you have to take into accommodation. You know, sometimes it's hiding behind some smoke and mirrors. Like, mm. you, you know, yeah, confidence plays a big part in what we're talking about, but you know, you like you don't need to be confident about something just to go and do something. Confidence is great. Confidence will show somebody that mm-hmm. confidence will show somebody that you care, right. and confidence will show somebody that you have either acquired the know-how or can at least faking fake making it look like you have it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that knowledge is also going to be a pretty big player in the success that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I actually, that's super dope that you say that. I. I really didn't, I agree with you and hadn't thought of it. The whole like, you don't need confidence to start doing something. No. Because how could you? How could, yeah, how could you, how could you have confidence in, in starting to yeah, do something? You're starting something from scratch. You have to, you have to jumpstart it with something. You have to just, honestly, dude, I think that like a lot of my life and a lot of what I do when it comes to taking risks is centered around fear of taking that risk and fear of what could go wrong right and just like rolling with it just this could all fuck me up 
take that, take like that giant leap off the fucking cliff. Hope there's a cloud to catch you. Scary as hell, dude. But like, go do it. Go see, honestly, just the adrenaline rush of changing your life is one of the like main drivers for me. It's like not knowing, but knowing that you've got the skill, knowing that you've got the know-how to somehow pull yourself out of it if it all goes to shit. So right. that's no, one of my favorite things. Yeah, no, that's some real stuff. And like for me, like starting my social media agency, Prophecy Media, like I didn't do it for such a long time because of lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. Because like I think with music, the only thing at stake was me Yeah, and my reputation. And I was just like, I, I know my reputation is going to be fine. Like, I'm going to be good. But when you work and you're an agent, you're an, you're an agency and you're like handling other people's stuff, it's like other people's reputation now is on the line. Other people's businesses is on the line, right? Other yeah. people's money is on the line. And yeah. that like scared me for so long. But yeah. then I was like, but then I realized like, I know, like it had to come from a certain place of confidence, but it was also like, dude, that's okay. Like. That's how everybody starts. Find people who you trust and trust you that know that you're good and have confidence in you and just go and just do it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm about, you know, I started my, L- I filed the LLC in October. Yeah. I think. So what's that? October. Was it October? I thought it was November. Was no, like it was October. Yeah, cool. It was the end of October. October 20th. So October 20th. Nice. I'm about three months in. Yeah. And uh, I've been blessed and lucky and fortunate enough to actually start landing some clients. But it's like, I think every day, like, dude, I got to grind for these people. I got to hustle for these people. That's all I know how to do. It's not coming from this place of, you know, oh, I know for a fact that I'm going to make a, you know, I'm going to earn a million dollars with my agency this year. It's like, dude, honestly, no, I don't know if I'll do that. Right. But all I know is I know what's going on right this second. And right this second, I have clients that I care a lot about and I have clients that I'm going to work super hard for. Yeah. That's all I need to know. And I know I'm going to get them the results they want. I know that because I'm going to do everything I can to do it or I'm going to run in front of a car trying. I'll die trying, trying to get these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, that failure is not an option. Lifestyle mentality is super valuable as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, not to be too nitpicky, but I don't really love that quote. Failure is not an option. Cause you get, you, cause there's things you can't control. Well, well, okay. Here's how I view that mindset. Okay, yeah, yeah. You don't. Okay, you go into something thinking that like there's no like what if I fail. You know, there's no two options when you start something. There's right. I'm going to succeed and this is how I'm going to do it. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you follow your plan. You try to hit your goals based on your plans. You can. You're allowed to fail. Failure is totally an option. It, but when you start something. Don't psych yourself out by saying like, well, okay, what if I fail? We'll go down that road when we get there. And failure is great. Failure is one of my favorite things to do. I fail all the time. Um, there's tons of things that I suck at. But if you're failing, just make sure that you're learning something from it. And don't let that thing that you learn be like, oh, I'm not good at this, so I'm going to quit. Let that failure like, be an actual teaching moment for you to figure out why you failed and how to get better. Failure is totally an option, but like it can't be part of your mindset. You can't be, you can't plan to fail because then you will fail. Oh yeah. Then you will be like, well, I've got this safety net. Uh, so I think I'm just going to go ahead and fail. If you have a safety net, you're going to fail. hundred percent. In my opinion. Don't even think about the safety net. No. Just go for it. No. What? Just, and it's like, it's like, it's like at that point though, it's like, 
See, I don't know. I don't know how people feel when they ha- are married and have kids mm-hmm. and then want to quit their job and start a business. I don't know what that feels like. That seems like That's a risky move. I don't scary. know. I don't have an opinion about that because I don't know what that feels I like. I can't have an opinion. I, I know a couple of people who are like that. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you've got a, you've got a set for sure. You're ballsy <laughs> because I don't know how that feels to do that. Yeah. But if you got a supportive wife and you have good kids, it's, you know, it could work out. Yeah. Point is, yeah, you definitely can't. And it's like, but that's why like these people who have this limiting mindset, like that can affect you. That can affect me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it did. It affected me for years. Yeah. So what's been interesting for me is finding that balance between isolating myself, but also because I'm an extrovert. So I crave human interaction. So it's like I've had to isolate myself from certain people, but then like people like you, I don't isolate myself. I'm like trying to kick it with Thomas. Right. Because you're one of the people who doesn't bring me down. You actually uplift me. We uplift each other. We uplift each other. Totally. So, but it's hard because you're going to interact with people who, you know, I don't know, just want to do different stuff than you. And it's like, I don't know, it can be hard. Mm -hmm. You know, a buddy of mine, I won't mention his name, was talking to me about how he is a friend who's been a longtime friend of his and he probably needs to cut that friend off. Okay. There's a buddy there's a buddy of mine from like DVC. Okay. And he like his friends like hella negative. Do I know this person? No. Okay, cool. His friends like hella negative and like doesn't really want to do anything with his life, but he's like really close with that person and he like needs to cut him off. For sure. And but I feel so hard where he's at cuz I have a friend like sometimes I have friends where I need to cut them off cuz they're negative in my life. Yeah. And my boy is like, dude, I've been friends with this guy for hella long. And uh, it's hard for me to cut him off. And I'm like, bro, I, I completely feel you. So I don't think you have to cut people off all the way. I think like we hear that in entrepreneurship and in books and like all of that. But I don't think we have to 100% cut people off. That's where I think it's weird. Like I always just think, all right, cut them off. That means murder them from my life basically. Yeah. But then it's like, but you don't, you don't have to, you can have coffee with that person. You can hang out with that person. You can have conversations. You can text. There's no problems with that. Yeah. But to invest hella time in that person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if somebody's so toxic where they're just like destroying you, um, and they're just like a bad person to be around and people hate them, yeah, cut them off. But <laughs> yeah, if they hate yeah, you. No, right. but if they provide value in, right. to your life even a little bit and people around them um, enjoy them, yeah, yeah, probably probably a good idea to not entirely cut them out, especially if you like go way back. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think like, well, the other thing too is I've realized like with where I'm going – Instead of trying to fix everybody, we talked about this yesterday on the way to Santa Cruz. We did. We went to Santa Cruz yesterday. It was awesome. Dude, it for was anybody so that wants to know. freaking fun. Yo, bro. if you just need a day trip and want to go on a nature walk, this is a total side note. No. Just hit up Santa Cruz. It's a great time. We went to Wilder State. I don't know if it's Wilder or Wilder. I think it's Wilder. I would call it Wilder. And if you want to correct me, you Cor- could just write to the podcast P.O. Box. Yeah, yeah. Here, the email address if you want to correct me. Is trash at trash.com if it's you want garbage to. can garbage at, can at recycling bin garbage can at shut up nobody cares dot yeah 
Bye, Felicia. <laughs> okay. All right, we're done being douchebags. So. <laughs> Can't wait right. for that listener mail. <laughs> no, but on some real stuff, if you do want to write in and give me suggestions and you want to... Um, figure out a way on how you can be involved with the podcast. Just DM me on Instagram at Lizzie the Gifted. Um, I would love to have more involvement for sure. But yeah. Anyway, so I'm trying to develop some haters. Yeah, you will. You definitely will. Thank God. When you get your podcast out, you you, oh, you probably will. I should. Yeah. You got to be more polarizing though. Yeah, yeah. Your content solid. That first podcast is good. I listened to it. We'll we'll talk about this later. Yeah. We'll edit this out too. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anyway, so uh, dude, I need to get more white socks. But dude, I was just see, dude. Uh, dude, I'm I I remember what I told you about the whole clothing thing yesterday. No, oh, wasn't I on the phone with you talking? No, I was on the phone with another buddy yesterday. Another yeah. Another, another buddy Thomas. and I was no, his name's <laughs> not Thomas. His name's Jarrell Hanley. Shout out to my boy Jarrell. Shout out. But we were talking about like how Steve Jobs and Einstein wore the exact same outfit every day. Oh no, that was us talking. That was. Yeah, uh, I we, talked to my boy about, about it twice. then too. I talked to both of us. I think that's such a cool idea. How but can we dude, tie this back into a mediocre mindset? Oh, I don't oh. care about that anymore. I'm over it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I, I, I literally like, but I went to my closet yesterday and looked at everything and I was like, how? There's no way I could do it. There's so many pieces of clothing that I really like that Here, I don't want to give but away. But here's my thing. And I was telling you this and I'm going to tell the masses. Here's what you do. <laughs> the masses of 20 to the 40 ma- people yeah, to listen. Yeah. I, and I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate Everybody should you. do this. Um, uh, uh, you go to a clothing store that has, because pants, dude, everybody wears different. Everybody got fucked up legs. Everybody's got different ass legs. Well, it's, 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 my bad, go ahead. So you go, you go to this clothing store, okay? You buy five, six, seven of the same size pants that fit you. And if you need to get them tailored, a little shorter, whatever, do it. Get them all tailored the exact same way. Go to another clothing store or the same clothing store, provided they have whatever it is that you like. You, you go buy, um, you know, just, it, and again, you can do whatever you want. Just a solid color t-shirt or just the same kind of t-shirt or the same style t-shirt with different colors. And you're wearing the exact same uh, uh, top and bottom every day. But, but here's where it gets sick is you can wear like, you can wear hats, you can wear beanies, you can wear, you know, snapback stuff like that. You can wear your drip, you can wear your gold bracelets, you can wear watches, you can like, you know, I don't know. If, I don't know. If people still care about socks. Maybe you go buy a bunch of socks from Costco that fit, or you know, you're a sock guy and you're like, all right, here's the cool socks I'm wearing every day, or like, here's my new sneakers that I wear every day. Like, change up the accessories. Like, I don't think people really pay attention anymore to the just top and bottom. I think it'd be such a sick move. Like, you don't think about what you're wearing that day because you just wear the same thing. You take that out of the equation. Like. Nobody cares. What's going to be sick is when you wear that plain ass shit, but then you've got the drip, you've got yeah. the watch, you've got the shoes right. and you can have fun with that. But I like, agree. Just take, or, or you can go like the total like Facebook, like Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs way, like get a hundred turtlenecks, get a hundred gray t-shirts and get a hundred. Mark Zuckerberg does that? Yeah. He just wears a gray t-shirt and the pants yeah. and the shoes. Like he doesn't care, which is cool. I like, I love that. I love that. He idea. doesn't have to either. Of course not. He's one of the richest people in the world. He can buy whatever he wants. He's like he wants. one of the most powerful people in the world. But he's he also probably, he's have, probably more powerful than the president. He doesn't of the United have States. time to look through his closet and be like, "Oh, what do I want to wear?" Which I think is genius. Go put on the shit you wear every day because that's what you that's what you look good in. That's what people are comfortable watching you wear. And you just go to work and do what you actually like have to do. So that's sick. That's I I, I endorse that mindset fully. Ah, damn, dude, it's such a freaking. 
concept that I just cannot, I don't know how I can wrap my head around it with my own life. That's how I would live my life. I want to do that. If I was, but I also have like, that's how I would love way different occasions. If it was up to me, you want to know what my outfit of choice would be? What? It would be, it would be, um, um, black t-shirt, gray sweats. Wouldn't even be jeans. I that's, like, and that's where my problem comes in. If I, I want like to be, pre- be presentable. That, well, th- well, but I'm just telling you. Go find some cotton pants, dude. I don't want to. It's like, that's what I would want to do. Maybe I would do jeans. But then, see, there's the thing. When I'm at home, sometimes I like to wear sweats. When I go but to the gym, I like to wear shorts. If you're going to work, you wear the exact same thing. You can do whatever you want in your own time, in your own private life, whatever. But dude, that is my whole life, though. My whole life is my own time. Then don't worry about it. But once you start presenting, <laughs> once you start making money and like presenting to clients and having to go to meetings and like you know talking to employees and stuff, and like that is your work thing. My work thing is like I wear the same thing every day. To, yeah, that's true. That's what I did when I first started at you know my job, unnamed company. I went out to a clothing store and bought five of the exact same size shirts. That's so sick. What 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 shirts were they? Uh, they were white button down dress shirts. Oh, that's tight. Oh, that's tight. Because we wore white shirts and ties. That was right. the uniform. That was the mandatory uniform. So yeah, I, I mean, I, shirts. I just like... I think I had six, actually. I just agree with the whole, like, limit the amount of stupid decisions you have to make throughout the day. Yeah, limit, yeah, limit your decision-making time and just... Just do. Just do. Just work. Just grind. Or whatever. I don't know. I, I, use, I use grind... Hashtag grind too loosely, but no, but I, I guess go out there and do your thing. You just go out and do it. I mean, and also like we won't talk specifically, but based on stuff you and I were talking about in the car, like trying to like decisions I was trying to make on my phone. Yeah. It's just like such a waste of time to even think about it. Stupid. 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 Right. Like, um, you know, it's been cool. Like recently since I've gotten on the 75 hard program, like. Um, I'm not right down to the very minute of every day, but there's a lot of routine that I have. Like every day I wake up and this is where I break routine, but I'll wake up between five and five thirty. Yeah. And always, always get up, get dressed, go to the bathroom, water with apple cider vinegar. Or no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm sorry. Wake up, turn on the light journal. There we go. Journal, get dressed, bathroom, progress pick. Cause I ain't forgetting that again. <laughs> Progress pick. Shout out to two episodes ago. Right. No, it was last episode. episode. Yeah. Show. <laughs> I ain't forgetting the progress pick again. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to my last episode. Why I had to restart 75 hard. So messed up. Happy day nine. And then I go the apple cider vinegar. Then I go to the gym. Then I do basketball. It's just basically like I have certain things down to the routine. It's starting yeah. to become more routine. Yeah. And I've realized that the routine, I used to think like, oh, routine, that means you don't have time for things. Guess what? I got more time for things than a lot of people I know that don't have the routine. Yeah. I got way more social time. Well, you make time for the things that you want to make time for. Yeah, big bets. Big bets. We're bet. bringing bet back. We're bringing bet back and beyond. Bet back and beyond. I never <laughs> took it away. I know. But like, I just feel like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just feel like, I feel like the other thing too, like this all, I mean, you could literally tie everything together. Like we talked about limiting mindset. Yeah. And I think part of the limiting mindset is you're not busy if you say you have time. I think if like people are like, oh, you're not productive if you're not busy. You're not busy if you have time. I've never heard anybody say that. And no, it's not nobody's ever said that. But it's just kind of that idea of like if you have time to go screw off, that means that you're not working hard enough. Just the idea of it. 
Yeah. You know, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and, and he was saying, I, I got to go to work. I gotta go to, we were at basketball hooping in the morning. He's like, I got to go to work. And I'm like, um, do you get to work from home ever? Or no, he's, he's like, I get to stay more today. I'm working from home. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, why don't you just work from home every day? Because I don't know. I'm like all about trying to trying to do that myself yeah for sure and he's like oh like i totally would dude but my manager's billing me for 50 to 60 hours a week so i need to do 50 60 hours yeah and i'm like damn that sucks that's that's i was like you should read the four hour work week by tim ferris which i haven't read all of it and he just chuckled he's like yeah right (laughs) yeah right i'm like but it's not about four hours per week it's about just restructuring your life and like we just think like okay we have to work 40 to 60 hours a week. That's mm-hmm. what we have to do to be successful. And it's like, but you don't though. And you don't have to do it what you're doing for 50, 60 hours. You can do other stuff. Hell yeah. That's the other thing. But imagine me showing up for one hour a day and then taking Fridays off. And how unproductive that would be in any capacity for what I do. Any, any salesperson. Yeah, I don't think you can just Any sh- salesperson at any company making calls for one hour a day for four days yeah maybe not for sales then no i don't think four hours i don't know if four hours a week works every company needs somebody to sell something yeah it depends on it depends on i don't know man that that gets into a topic way more complicated that's a couple podcasts on the line i just think like okay then maybe i won't make a blanketed statement i'll just say you should make a blanketed statement and see what happens Okay, well, my blanketed statement is you don't need to work as many hours as you think you're working. You don't need to. There's things you can outsource. There's things you can take off your plate. There's other things you can do if you're willing to make some sacrifices. If you're willing to make ego sacrifices, if you're willing to make pride sacrifices, if you're willing to make some a little bit of financial sacrifice to free up your time, yes, you can outsource things. Oh, I think that's a decent blanketed statement. I don't know where we go from there, but it's a decent blanket statement. Well, I just think it's true. Like... Like, dude, like, I, I wanted to put out a, a YouTube video every week this year. Yeah. Right? But I had a problem. My problem was it was really difficult for me to film on my phone because my phone doesn't have a lot of uh, storage and my computer is, like, chopped out of storage. I'm out of storage on my computer. Get so filming... hard drive. No, I just did something different. I paid somebody to do all my videos for me. That's cool, too. I guess. That's, like, what I wanted to do. And am I sacrificing some money every month? Hell yeah, but is it worth it? Hell yeah. I hope so. Yeah, oh, for sure. My brand is going to ex- explode because of this. My explode. No, I mean, I don't need to try and be like, dude, I'm, the, I'm up next, bro. Check me out. Like, no, I, I just know it's going to explode. I don't need to tell anybody. It's, gonna, it's, it's going to. It's going to happen. Even though I'm telling people now. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just. Get ready for it. I'm, just, I'm not even trying to be all like self-promote. I'm just saying like, because I'm willing to make that money sacrifice of, I'm not going to say per month, then like, it's going to make a difference for me. But it's that limiting mindset. Yeah. It's like a lot of other people I know don't put out content once a week. And I'm like, well, have you thought of outsourcing it? And then they'll just use some excuse. Oh, I don't know. I can't trust somebody. or I don't have the money. But it's like, okay, well, what are we doing then? What do you want to do? You say you want to put out content, but you're not. So what are you doing? Yeah. It's just all part of the limiting belief thing. It's people who have limited mindsets and limited beliefs. And, and I think it honestly does come from this like lack of confidence. Yeah, um, and it's interesting that, yeah, yeah, so, like, I don't know if I'm just, like, young and stupid or, like, if I'm just... No, you're not stupid. But, like, I definitely came to a realization uh, not too long ago. I don't remember if it was weeks, months, years ago, but, like, you can literally do anything you want. Dude, thank you for saying that. Like, uh, oh, yeah, and it, 
so I was at, I was at like a youth group event and I was talking to um, some kids because they're in high school and they're like I don't know what I want to do with my life like all the stuff they're seniors and stuff yeah they're thinking and about we're, that yeah we're all going on like this um, you know youth group event right. and I was just chatting up like yo what do you like what are your plans all this stuff yeah. and I was making it very clear like you have lived in this really really exceptionally tight bubble for 16 17 18 years right. you are gonna watch the world just explode with all this information and meeting new people in the next two or three years. And that's going to distract you too. You're going to live in that bubble of all this newness, but you can, you really can. And I mean this, you can do anything you want with your life. Nothing is out of the question. Little bit of hard work, little bit of know-how and a lot of just a willingness to try something new. You can move to the other side of the world and work at a coffee shop and meet new people in a different country. Mm -hmm. You can be the president of the United States. It is, it is not out of the question. Go to law school, study constitutional law, become super active in your community, work your way up the government ladder if that's what you wanna do, be a career politician, do great things for people, and then when you get to you know that time, you can run for president and potentially win president. Like it's, it's, I know I'm making it sound easier said than done. Again, it's gonna take a lot of work and a lot of risk taking, but anything is possible. You can be an astronaut, go study science, go study aeronautics, be an astronaut. Um, you can, you can <coughs> like literally, you can do whatever you want. If right. you can think of it, it's possible. I totally agree. If there is a will, if there is a will, there is a way. And I know a lot of people are familiar with that and don't think about it, but if something pops into your head, you can do it. You just have to figure out how. It's totally possible. Nothing is, anything that any human has ever done ever is possible because it's happened. And you can do it too. Guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been an, another great episode of Big Talk with Lizzie. Thomas, I appreciate you so much for coming on. I just don't think we need to say any more after that. It was sick. Thank you guys so much. Um, tune in on episode 93 and next week. And uh, episode 93, we're doing the contest this Thursday. I got a show, Brick and Mortar, 1710 Mission Street. Hit me up for tickets. Again, that's this Thursday, 9 p.m., Brick and Mortar, 1710 Mission Street. Come see me perform. Appreciate you guys so much. See you next week. Peace. 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 Pick it up, I do the most. Pick it up, I do the most. Pick it up, I do the most. Big it up, I do the most Big it up, I do the most Family only, keep it close This the life I always chose Hungry even when I blow Big it up, I do the most Family